from touring And so we made our way back home We heard our house party was brewing It's Friday, so let's get drunk, yeah Are you good? Are you good? Yeah. Boy, those four weeks flew by so fast, ridiculously fast even, but I think we are refreshed and we are back and we are ready to do this podcast for our loving and adoring fans. Once again, welcome everybody to season three, episode one of The Last Call Podcast. I am your host, Aaron Thompson, and alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Nick Warner. Starting off with a local beer here. Yeah. Some gumball head. There we go. I got a hodgepodge of shit. Um, I forgot to run to the store. And so we ran out of Budweiser's because we do have a third person on the show. And I think you're going to see a lot more of him. Welcome. Hopefully. Welcome, Sean. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be back, as always. Oh, God. So, Sean, I think we're going to make this a regular thing, huh? You're going to be hanging out with us. You're going to be on the show in different capacities. And uh, we value your opinion. So, uh, at least you guys do. It's a good thing you signed that contract. Uh, but do, you didn't read the fine print. So, there's going to be a lot of things that, I don't know, you may not want to do. But, Somehow sorry, you signed you the contract. You should have had your lawyer read it. Oh. Sorry. That's the way it goes. Oh, well. Well, you screwed yourself, but you know what? You live and you learn. So, uh, yeah. Welcome, everybody, to Season 3, Episode 1. Um, I can't believe that we actually put out a full year's worth of content already. Two seasons. Two, two more weeks. Two more weeks. Two more weeks. Two more. Okay. And then we'll have 52 total weeks of content. So, Jesus. Yeah. When's the next leap year? Um, Because then we'll be three weeks. Does but, anybody yeah. actually keep track of leap year? So, like, oh, it's, it's just a year, year, isn't it? I think like the only people that keep track of leap year are like the people whose birthdays are on leap year. So that like every four years, I they give me four years old. Yeah. I'm only 16. Or, yeah. It's like, shut up. Yeah. All right. You know, yeah. that was funny when I was a kid and now it's like, you're an adult, like grow up next leap year is 2024. Okay. So, there we, go. Uh, so we here at the last call podcast are giving you all the, the facts. Making sure you know ahead of time. <laughs> Set your calendars. Yeah. Leap year 2024. Gonna be a banger. Um, so I do want to go, actually, first topic that I want to go back to for the uh, original listeners of our show. We talked a lot about uh, Army Hammer in episode one, season one of the Last Call podcast and how he uh, allegedly is a cannibal or has cannibalistic fantasies. Oh, man. That is quite the talk. Saw an article today. Guess what he's doing now? Eat, allegedly. Eating people again? No. He is now a timeshare salesman in the Cayman Islands because he is broke, allegedly. So, somebody's found a flyer with his picture on it as like a timeshare salesman like uh, at a resort in the Cayman Islands. And it's just, yeah, Army Hammer selling timeshares in the Cayman Islands. So I think he tried to uh, pitch the social network, too. The social network too. <laughs> the what? What would okay? If there was a social network too, which if you haven't seen the movie, it's about the um, creation of Facebook. What would the social network too be about? Uh, Mark Zuckerberg in front of Congress admitting that he is a, one of the lizard people. Also trying not to let his you know second eyelids close while he's trying to you know pass as human. Reptilian. That he guy. finally reveals that he is a reptilian. That guy. Oh, I heard. I was saw it. Speaking of like reptilians, are just weird ass billionaires. Elon Musk. Um, I saw an interview with Mark Cuban, and Mark Cuban, I guess, doesn't really. He's not like friends with Elon Musk or anything, but he's like cordial and like he was texting Elon one day and congratulated Elon on his like 
upteenth kid. I don't even know how many kids he has at this point, but Mark emails Elon and goes, hey, congrats on the kid. He goes, what number is this for you now? And Elon's response back, according to Mark Cuban, was Mars will need more people. Oh boy. So so I don't know if he's just an absolute psychopath or if that's kind of just a funny joke because, you know, Elon's the Mars guy trying to get everybody to Mars. But I thought. named his kid like XAE12 or whatever, XAE 12. And somebody was like, how is. And they actually said it correctly, like X, however you say that letter 12. And he goes, who? And they're like, your son. And he goes, oh, oh. And he like forgot his own son's name. How do you forget your son's name when it's that? I don't even know if he forgot his name or like, do you think he actually has a name like John and then he just like on legal documents, it it says that, or is that just like a nickname that he gave his kid? I can't. My my name's XAE12, but my friends call me Bo. (laughs) I'm just Jim. It's pronounced. It's pronounced Bo. That's Mr. XAE12 to you. But yeah, I, it's these people these famous people that are just off the wall weird right army hammer again clearly the cannibalism thing hit him real hard because he is no longer acting he is selling timeshares in the cayman islands allegedly his lawyer could not confirm or deny that that was going on then you got uh the lizard man himself Zuckerberg, and then you've got throw Elon Ad- Musk. Throw Adam Silver in there as well. Adam Silver is an alien. He's weird. Am I right? The The NBA commissioner is an alien. <laughs> He's doing a good job as commissioner, though, so he can stay. He's a cool alien. It's fine. We'll, we'll, we'll keep him. He, but if, if, if there was going to be an alien race that dropped down, like, and not like the green alien with the big black eyes and stuff like that, Adam Silver would be what I would think the alien race would look like. Google him. Just, yeah. If you've never seen Adam Silver google him because especially him up on the stage when he's like taking pictures with the basketball players during the draft yeah he looks looks exceptionally strange i don't know well he's he's i don't he's fairly tall and he's like real lengthy and skinny and then he's he's bald he's a a lanky boy who's bald and has like i don't know it's some of his mannerisms too like I, i feel like he's not used to his skin and so he's like trying to figure out how to move in it and so sometimes like it just looks unnatural but he's six three yeah. yeah, yeah. So he's a fairly tall dude, but he's like got to be 175 pounds, 145, yeah. 145 pounds. Yeah, I, I, I weigh more than him. Are you serious? Yeah. As a six foot three man, you weigh 145 pounds. Well, that's what uh, I. What is this? MyDailyRecord.com. That's got to be an official source. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> absolutely. Um, Reggie Miller was six foot seven, and I think when he was in the league, he was only like he was like a buck seventy five. At six seven, and he always—I mean, obviously—he always looked small. Like he was never like built, but like I didn't know he was six seven. I thought he was like six four. No, he's, he's tall. That was back when basketball players were basketball players and not football players. And they weren't, yeah, they weren't, they weren't. You weren't Zion or LeBron, where you're just built like a tank. That is true. So there's this kid that got drafted, I, top five pick. I forget Chet Holgren, Holdren, Holdgren, out of um, oh, where to go to school, Gonzaga. Who he's seven foot seven one but weighs like 200 pounds and he's going to get absolutely murdered by LeBron by Joel Embiid by Giannis by anybody because he he's just got nothing on him it's so it's crazy to me these guys in the NBA that are that big like that tall but then have that much muscle behind it Mm -hmm. It, it's un it's unreal just imagine how much they have to eat I do you think they like LeBron's all about like keeping 
count of like food and his intake and all that kind of stuff. Do you think everybody in the NBA does that? Actually, oh, no. I know, not. I know, absolutely not. Actually, I did hear a story that Zion Williamson is by far the worst of yeah. anybody. He ordered two. It might have been during the summer league, and they were all staying in hotels and stuff. And he ordered two large pizzas to yeah, eat. He's, he's huge. And like somebody asked him, like, "Yo, you got somebody like you hanging out with people?" And he goes, "Nah, these are for me." Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Like, could you imagine that dude had a forty-inch vertical when he was two hundred and seventy-five pounds? Yeah. Could you imagine how high he could jump if he lost forty pounds? I mean, to the moon. Yeah, he might be able to jump out of the building. I'm imagining Zion Williams with a vertical of Spud Webb. <laughs> yeah, because Spud Webb was what what five three, and the uh, guy could yeah, I believe five three, five and three, and he champion. could dunk. It's like how I, how they, is that possible? The uh, the NBA sub, the NBA subreddit is is hilarious. If you ever want basketball memes, go to that subreddit. But when that report came out that Zion had gained, like, there was a, a rumor at the time, which I don't know if it was ever corroborated to be true or not. But like they said that he was pushing over three hundred pounds, like when oh, he God, was God. in his re- rehabilitation from his his leg stuff and someone said man forget reinforcing this guy's legs you need to reinforce the floor because he's just gonna jump up and it's just gonna disappear under him yeah jump up and then he's just gonna be in a crater you know like when they shatter backboards and they have to replace a new one like what's the protocol for replacing the nba floor they bring out the construction team and just start nailing shit to the floor is he that much bigger than shaquille o'neal Oh. No, he's not taller. No, he's just he's, he's just, just he's just a big boy. He's just I mean, Shaquille O'Neal was pretty big too at the time. Yeah, like but weight wise, it's not, it's but not Shaquille O'Neal is bigger. But how how tall is Zion? Six eight, six nine. I think so. Shaq, Shaq is seven one. Right? Seven one. So I mean, you give him four inches. So yeah, Shaq and Shaq didn't used to be that big. Like yeah. Shaq, Shaq was at one point actually fairly skinny. But now he's he's bigger and he his playing weight was three twenty five. Shaq, yeah. But that how much of that was fat? I think Zion is almost just fat. Well, like I said, yeah, he's not missing like like prime Shaq was he. You could tell like he he like lifted and like he had visible muscles. Whereas like Zion mean body issue Shaq, yeah, like it's a little different <laughs> than Zion where he just kind of looks, eh. Like you, 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 like you're like, oh yeah, he's he's tall, but like he doesn't look like an athlete. He just he's just a big boy. That's it. You, you don't really see, like it's like Dwight Howard too. Dwight Howard's probably close to 300 pounds, and but he's it's, like it's all shoulders. But he's like yeah, it's, it's all in those boulder <laughs> those, shoulders. Yeah, those things are huge. Uh, like it's just one of those things where it's like it, it people like weight is a weird thing that can drastically change like how it looks depending on what it is you know 150 pounds of muscle 200 pounds of muscle looks way different than somebody who's the same weight and then literally just fat yeah no that's true um well while we're on the topic of sports i actually started thinking about this the other day so there are really like four you could maybe say five major sports in the united states so you've got baseball basketball football hockey and soccer like those are the five i would even put soccer up there I don't. I don't think golf is a major sport. I mean, I think it, it is a sport, but it's not like one that I don't know. It, it's it, the, like tennis isn't in there, golf isn't in there, hockey and soccer are barely. So, like, there are three. I'd say hockey's probably more popular than soccer. I would say yeah. So, if you want to say four, maybe five, if you include soccer. But I was just thinking, like, because they're having the hundred and fiftieth. Uh, British Open right now. Mm-hmm. That's going on right now. And Tiger. yeah, well, except for Tiger. Tiger got cut. Yeah, he he got played. Cut. He didn't make the cut. Played real bad. But 
150 years of a sport and the sport of golf is even older than that but so like at the time that golf was invented there wasn't baseball baseball came around in the late 1800s there wasn't american football soccer i guess was a thing probably way back then so the the change of sports is interesting to me and my question just to sum all this up is do you think that there will ever be another major sport that just kind of comes out as like the predominant thing uh, i mean i think uh, and this is like a in all honesty it, it's 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 more over it's probably going to be like esports so like i know we've talked about this in the past like multiple times but that's i feel like the next progression for entertainment is people just watching video games because if you look at it um every gen like i feel like our generation was probably the first like mainstream generation to actually like adopt video games and play them for a long time and like enjoy watching other people play video games whereas you know our parents their parents parents for them like they couldn't care less about some stupid pixels dancing around on screen um but i mean you look at I think the League of Legends, you know, the World Championship every year has more viewership than the Super Bowl. Now, granted, it's because the accessibility is there. It's a, you know, anyone can play League of Legends because it's free and they can connect with that level. And then you can also watch it for free. Whereas the Super Bowl, it's mainly just an American thing because there's I think there's some you have the Canadian Football League. And I think what there's maybe two other smaller semi-pro leagues around the world that like no one cares the, about. Yeah, the USFL. um yeah, so you had the XFL that folded. The AFL didn't do anything. I think the USFL came back, and the stadiums were empty. And they were like, oh, they crowned their first champion. It was like, I didn't know that they were playing right now. Yep. They did it. Oh, terrible- right now it's going on? No, it's over. The, they had the entire season and the championship, and it's over. But this year? Yeah, that, ha- yeah, that happened already. Oh, yeah, I had no idea that that did- had happened. I saw zero advertisements. I saw zero anything about it. Do you think people from the NFL paid the the uh broadcast networks to not air that i don't think you know what dude, i mean that would it's be... like it's like it's a it's almost a smart play it's like no uh, well, just... tell them they can't but they but only have I, this window i think the the sec uh security exchange commission it wouldn't be like anti anti-competition it would be it would be an antitrust case where uh-huh. the network could go and say the nfl is telling us that we're not allowed to be in business with these other entities and the SEC would crack down on that so hard. Mm. So, yeah, strategically, it makes sense. But that's why we are supposed to have a governing body that regulates that stuff. Because right. now they could say, hey, we're going to move to another network if you ever play an AFL game on here. That's not necessarily saying don't play. It's just saying you're going to lose all of our business if you do. Yeah. And then I think that's technically kosher. Well, it, just like with anything and like politics or whatever like the they pulled the all-star nba all-star game out of charlotte north carolina over their bathroom bill law whatever like years ago so they have the right to pull out of entities or not do business with entities based off of what that entity does but i don't think that they can do like exclusive like you know we're gonna terminate our contract because you're showing our competitor what like that's kind of an antitrust thing as well but speaking of that that's something else we you brought up golf warner so the live golf tour rip pga well the live golf tour is going on and um for those of you don't it's a saudi arabian backed golf league that's a competitor to the pga tour that's what they're marketed as and they've pulled some pretty big names from the PG tour, PGA Tour to play in a live tour. However, 
the live players that are being banned and suspended by not only the PGA Tour, but the, what is it, the DP World Tour or whatever it is. There's a second, the World Tour, the European Tour. Mm. Um, the European Tour is also suspending players. And the players that went to the live are now lawyering up and saying this is kind of... No, yeah, it's, it's not fair. It's, I mean, it's antitrust and whatever, right? It's like yeah. you're suspending me for making a business decision. Uh, didn't I, they, I don't know. Didn't yeah. they back off of it a little bit, though? Because I feel like like immediately everyone was suspended by the PGA. But then they backed off of that, you know, in like a couple months or something like that. Because they technically couldn't suspend them for joining it. But at the same time, if you're a professional golfer and, and they weren't even, they didn't have like the best, maybe they all, they probably extended an offer to every single of the top, you know, PGA tour players and said, Hey, come play for us for this amount. But the amount of money they were throwing out was absolutely ridiculous. Like we're talking like to the point where you, you play for whatever the contract says and like, you don't have to do anything for the rest of your life. I think it was what didn't uh, Brooks get like, or no, it was Dustin or, or DeChambeau that they're like $135 million or something insane like that. They, like, they both got paid. Phil Mickelson got, and it's a multi-year contract. It's not a one-year contract. So it's like Phil, I think, was like 10 years for $200 million or something like that. Guaranteed. It's not even performance-based. It's just guaranteed. Dustin Johnson was somewhere in that range as well for X number of years. Bryson DeChambeau, Brooks Kepka, a bunch of big names. Like At one point, they pulled eight of the top... 50 players in the world I think is what they pulled over to the live but the big controversy was them is like oh the Saudi Arabians are backing this league and they've got human rights issues and all that kind of stuff here's my response to that is Formula One nobody seems to care do you know how much Saudi Arabian money is in Formula One Saudi Aramco is the became at one point the uh, most valuable company in the entire world Saudi Arabian company, their logo is plastered all over Formula One races, mm-hmm. everywhere. Every, every every single race. Every turn. Nobody bats an eye. Nobody cares about that. Um, the NBA is doing a whole bunch of deals with China, and they have human rights oh, abuses, yeah. yep. and nobody seems to care about that. But God forbid that the Saudis back a golf league, and then everybody loses their minds that how dare you join a Saudi Arabian-backed golf league. And I was like, it just the where people pick and choose to fight that battle was weird. But I wanted to get your opinion on the Formula One stuff because I'm constantly constantly seeing Saudi Arabian like princes or whatever. I don't know how many princes they even have, but like the sheiks or whatever they've you know they're dressed in their gowns and whatnot, and they yeah. go up and they present the trophies. There's so much Saudi Arabian money in F1, right? Yeah, I mean they're they're gonna go to where. So it, it's kind of weird. The uh, the tracks, I believe, pay money to be on the schedule for F1. Like, there's a big thing right now. Monaco's supposedly, like, the most prestigious F1 race. And right now, next year, I don't think they're on the list. Oh, geez. Really? Damn. Yeah. So it's like the equivalent of the Indy 500 not, not being on the IndyCar race list. It's like, you have to have it. So but, is Monaco, it, that's the first time in how long? I mean, it's like ever fifties, nineteen fifties. I think is when uh, F one, like forty something, late forties, maybe. 
late 40s early 50s was when f1 kind of like started and really took off and they've been on that list every single year since then yeah i mean they've been they've been around forever like this is that's a crown jewel of motorsports the the crown the 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 crown jewels of motorsports are monaco grand prix the 24-hour le mans and then the indy 500 and if you win that that's like the biggest thing uh fernando alonso's was the one that was probably closest to doing it next. He won Monaco. He won 24-hour Le Mans. And then he tried in 2017 and 2019, I think, something like that, to uh, try to win the 8500 and didn't get there. But anyway, right now they're in, they're they're not on the list, but it's like it's going to be one of those things of they're just in contract negotiations. But they have to pay to be on the list. And I believe the, the host city has to pay to be oh, on the schedule and it's like just it's a it's a astronomical amount of money oh it's like I can they imagine. levy the taxes off the citizens to be like all right let's pay for monaco again this year guys well that's yeah. a and that's the thing is well they yeah. got the money i t- can um, tell you that monaco's a nice city i mean they, they sure don't have like the volume of pity uh, of of people but the, the average citizen there is very wealthy well it's i mean kind, it's insane it's kind of funny to me so like next year it's like a sunset strip was like its own city like so in 2023 vegas is hosting an f1 race but yeah they literally could just all the all the casinos probably just pulled together and said this is going to be huge for business so that one would be easy to pay for miami i feel like there's a lot of rich people in miami that they can yeah. pull money from um there was a third f1 race uh austin austin Austin's been on the schedule for a while. Austin since su- like 2012, I believe. Austin kind of surprises me a little bit. The the track there, Coda, which is Circuit of the Americas, was built specifically for F1. Oh, okay. So they and literally so like, built a track for that. It was like a new track that was built in like 2011, something like that, because they wanted to get the last time it was uh, the U.S. Grand Prix was here before Austin was at Indy. And they had a big issue with tires and whatnot, I think, in, like, 2006 or something like that. I and think we, there were, we watched a YouTube video on that, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. There were, there was Back then, there was Bridgestone, Bridgestone? Bridgestone and Michelin were two tire suppliers. Michelin was it Firestone? A, no, Firestone's for any car. Okay, so it was Bridgestone. Bridgestone okay. and uh, Michelin. Michelin yeah. And Michelin had an issue with their tires, and they kept blowing out in the corner. So it was basically unsafe to race. Only the the teams that had like Bridgestone were allowed to race, so it was literally a six car race, and it was so bad. And ticket sales, all the sales went back to anybody like the, who bought a ticket. They refunded everybody. Yeah, and then it just put a bad flavor in everybody's mouth. So that's why that race went away. And then they tried to get United States Grand Prix back, and that's why they built that track and everything. Mm. And then because it's like you can't, you have a world championship, right? You can't have a world championship without being in the U.S. Like having at least one race in the world in the U.S. Yeah. So to go back a little bit, Monaco did lead the world in highest wealth per adult in 2020 with approximately a hundred thousand U.S. dollars per person. So that's per adult. That's a net worth. That's just like yeah. I mean, the average. The average net worth of every citizen in monaco is a hundred thousand dollars which is pretty insane if you look at it how many people do you know that currently have a hundred thousand dollars in their bank account like probably not many um well i mean net worth and liquid assets are different but at the same time 
for such is, a for such a small <clears throat> country. Yeah, there's not many. It's not a country. It's, it's a city. city. Yes, yeah, in France, well, Monaco no. is a city in France. I thought no, Monaco is its own country. I'm pretty sure it's a city in France. Look that up. One of you two with a laptop. I thought because I looked it up, I was like, "Where is Monaco?" And it's Principality of Monaco is a sovereign city, state, microstate of French Riviera. Oh, so it's like Milan. Yeah, it's like Milan, Italy, or not Milan. Um, um, the v- Vatican City. I mean, it's like Vatican bo- City, which is within. It's yeah. a sovereign city state within another country. It's there's like a, there's or a Washington, border. D.C. or whatever. Yeah, there's a border around it. Like if you look, there's a border. I didn't know Monaco was an actual like. Well, city state, so it's not a country. Yeah, if it, you if you look at a map, like <laughs> this is where we should utilize our, our, our thing, but yeah. like we're not going to. But but if you look, there's literally like a small border around it, and that's it. Interesting. So no, I didn't know that. Um, so here's I do want to go back to the the live golf tour for a minute because I know you both like golf. I think of everybody, I probably like golf the most or and the most avid golfer but oh i was God. watching uh, sorry we're, we're, i'm gonna read that real quick yeah one in 56 people uh is worth at least three uh 30 million dollars in monaco yeah. one in 56 one in 56 how many worse. people live in monaco <laughs> here we go again uh this population is why we need a fact check. roughly 40 grand 40 40, 40. I've That's never a, heard population in terms of 40 grand. grand. 40 grand. 40 grand people. <laughs> it, was grand people. it was a weird way to say it, but yes. So, so that is a, I have money people. on the mind now that I keep seeing all these damn... So that's, that's, I mean, a, that's, a, that's a college. That's a college campus. That's a, yeah, that's a, a, a it's big Ohio college State. campus. It's IU or Ohio State. Yeah. But one in but, 56 of those people worth $30 million. That's insane. I want That's insane. I mean, Monaco's very nice. It's right there on the coast. and Oh, it's beautiful. Oh, what? I don't know. I don't know that much about Monaco. I wonder if they have very lenient tax laws <laughs> that drive all the rich people Who there. Who knows? I'm guessing one in five of those people also has a Swiss bank account. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Or or they have a uh, shell company in the Cayman Islands where yeah, Army Hammer is. That's probably <laughs> true as well. But anyway, sorry. No, it's fine. So I wanted to uh, the Live Golf Tour. I was watching it just out of curiosity. They're doing some cool things. Um, they're trying to make it more fun and like uh, let the audience be a part of things. They're doing like stuff with drones. They're doing flyovers of the course and giving cool like, camera views. They are doing team golf. I, nobody fucking cares about the team golf. Like I'm not rooting for a specific team. You know, I have no because they have no city, right? There's nothing. There's no community to root for this specific team unless it's like, oh, this team has three of my favorite golfers on it, so I can do that. Are the teams like random every week, or is it like no? Uh, they they essentially chose their own teams. So like, oh, I forget. Dust, Jesus, Dustin. So John- the super teams. Yeah. The, yeah well, yeah. yeah. So like the, the- Shambo. Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka. All right, well here we go. You imagine doing like a uh, a scramble with those. It's like, all right, Bryson, you're going to drive it. Uh, Dustin, you're going to do this. Oh, it wouldn't even. You imagine. Oh God, I was thinking about Bryson DeChambeau and Brooks Kepka on the same team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That would, that would work out. Never mind. Purposely doing that. Just for those who don't be... know, like there's a rivalry. Rivalry. It's not even like really a rivalry it's anymore. Like, it was like they just don't like each other. Yeah, and it'd just be really funny. It's like having somebody that you don't like in class being on your project group. I mean, to be yeah. fair, most of the people in the PGA Tour don't like Bryson, and it's because of the way he plays. I don't think they like. Well, they don't. I don't think really anybody likes either of them. Like some people might like Brooks, some people might not. 
I actually like Bryson. I think he's he's just different from everybody else. It's a person people love to hate. Yeah. And so it's but pretty much it. Regardless, yeah, there is like uh Dustin Johnson's team has like a couple top fifty players on it. And so it's like, well, they're obviously gonna win the team event, but nobody cares about the team event. And then the other thing is because they're all their contracts are guaranteed, there is zero sense of urgency. I literally found myself it was almost like an exhibition where they're just out there playing golf and just like having a good time and it doesn't even matter who wins because there's they they're not reliant on the prize money to fund anything because yeah. they the Phil's making 20 million a year and he could shoot 17 over every single round yeah I mean you look, and he's already getting paid so you look at that though and that's literally just the realm of prof- professional sports like you look at your basketball players you look at your football players these guys are making astronomical sums of money and there is no contingency of like, well, we have to win the chip this year. It's yeah, no, you get like we we uh, the Pacers just tried to uh, sign uh, Aiton from the Suns. We gave the biggest offer sheet in NBA history, like 133 or 135 million over four years, um, and that's that's just like most of it's guaranteed. So it's like, yeah, you know, just come play for us, and we'll give you that money. But like, there's no like. Oh, you have to win a championship. Are there incentives? Absolutely. But there's enough guaranteed money where it's like, I mean, you can just show up and play and be like, well, I'm here. I'm I, right. I think, it's kind of bad for the sport, to be honest. Well, it's bad for the sport. Well, which sport? Bad for like basketball or bad for golf? It's, I mean, I think it's bad for any sport. Yeah. Okay. So when you have somebody that is, see, this is why I like college sports because you have a kid that's out there. He has a goal to get to the NBA, the NFL, or whatever, whatever the pro level is. Well, that kind of changes now, though, because with the name, image, with, and likeness. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I agree. You can make a lot of money you can out make, there. You could probably, I mean, as a as a, you get lauded as a, you know, a high school. You know, you're the best one in the nation. You get, you go to a really good school, and your first year, you make a couple million dollars just off of in nil, college. In college, right. and then you do. You, I mean, you could probably, we'll probably see some college athlete make fifteen, twenty million dollars before he even makes it. He or she makes it to. A professional sport and it's like would you even keep going after that point it's like well i mean I will I, say, what's the point I, of going I think to school it, yeah. well yeah it, i will say it's going to be tougher though because there's so many more people out there like it's there there's so many more fish in the sea right there are so, there are i also think the what's going to happen is like these companies are going to get super super burned by some of these college kids yeah so like they're going to pay them a ton of money to use their name image likeness in a commercial or something like that yeah and then that kid is not going to pan out, and that company is going to go. Why did we spend that much money on a kid? I don't think so. That's that, not going to pan out. I think that that's. I mean, that, that'll only matter to like a smaller company. Like for these big, huge companies, like these are like the perfect opportunities for them to burn money. That you know, you can probably write off on taxes and say, well, we were doing a you know a deal on this, and it just didn't pan out. But like they could burn the couple million they lost. Like yeah, it's fine. We we're good. That was well within margin. We'll keep going. I could also see these companies taking advantage of those kids though. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like just signing the making these kids sign shit deals that they have no idea what's going on you get a true freshman in basketball coming out signing some deal with nike or adidas or one of those big shoe companies and then all of a sudden like they just say nah never mind and then they pull the rug out from on it or all of his money has to go back to you know whatever the they might pen yeah um but but anyway 
regardless let's let's take it back though uh you've got a kid out there that is doing it to get to the next level yeah right yeah the, 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 the they're doing level, it the effort level is there they're yeah. doing it for the love of the sport and they're wanting to be competitive because that's what they have right i think that's why you see people truly want to compete i mean if you go to an nba game i'm not i'm not saying they're not hustling but it's like it doesn't seem you're like. not going to see you're not going to see some NBA players go after the same plays that you will see an NCAA player go so, after. So I might be a little jaded. I won't say that they might be doing it for the love of the sport. I mean, if I looked at it, if I was in the opportunity where I could, you know, have been a basketball player, football player, any professional sport here, blah blah blah, where I make a lot of money, I'm only doing it for the money because I know by the time I'm 30, I'm already a dinosaur in that sport. You're old, yeah, and but. I have amassed, even if I was just a mediocre player, I've amassed tens of millions of dollars that now I just get to cruise for the rest of my life and do nothing but things I would like to do. And as long as I'm not super stupid with my money, I don't have to work. Like, I'm done. Like, I, I have I put in roughly, you know, you could say that every athlete has put in, you know, 20 plus years of work because, you know, they were kids, they played the sport, they kept doing this, this, and this. Um, but it's just like, yeah, I'd, I'd be like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm more than okay with that. I don't really care about being the greatest or, you know, care about what my name is after that. I just want to make enough money to where now when I'm 30 years old and I get to just chillax, go travel the world, go see cool things, be smart with my money to a point where I'm not just blowing it everywhere. And then that's the life of luxury. You know, everyone else has to work for the rest of their life. So I don't really But care. I mean, that's, that's kind of my opinion though, is or, or, or what I'm saying is that money, the money changes your perspective on things and yeah. whether you play the game or not. And so, uh, yeah. So if and, you're watching golf and you just got somebody out there that's just like, man, I'm not going to risk it on this shot. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do this. Like people want to, if you're watching golf, you want to see somebody go for that crazy shot. You want to see them take a risk because somebody else is out there wanting to, or is trying to beat them and trying to get the lower score than them. Got all the boys on the corn ferry. They're trying to get there. And there's more price. And I'm going to also throw this out there. I think it's going to be tough for Liv because they don't have the same nostalgia behind the tournaments. They don't have the Masters. They don't have the U.S. Open. They don't have the Open. They don't have all those tournaments that have all the notoriety and the names behind the winners behind it. But they don't need it, though. They don't. I understand. But if they pull pull the... I think the whole thing's not sustainable. You can't be paying these people this much money. I mean, we're talking about we're talking about oil money. That is, I mean, that, yeah, that's but it's going to dry up at some point. Oh yeah, the, the, maybe in a hundred years. My my take is the Saudis aren't doing this because just like fuck it, let's just throw money at something, right? They're doing this to make a return. They're doing this to build something out of the league. It's not just a hobby for them. Like they, I, I, they they need a return on their investment. So what what's that going to be? I agree. The PGA definitely has the nostalgia, right? The Open. They're talking about the history of the Open and like the back in you know 1902, there was this crazy shot that this you know like there's there's a lot of history behind the the tournaments in the the PGA Tour and all that kind of stuff. Here's the the deal with the live and the difference that I'm going to make between golf and team sports. Golf is mainly, at least on the PGA Tour, you have to win tournaments to get paid. If you're not winning tournaments, you're not going to get sponsorships, and you're not going to get your prize money. Yeah. Team sports, 
You're right. They do guarantee contracts. It's like, well, why do they care about a championship? The reason is because you have a fan base behind you. Like, like it's a it's a team sport that is assigned to a city, right? But, uh, the Indianapolis Colts, the Indianapolis Pacers. Yep. If they don't win, you're going to hear about it from the fans, and the fans are not going to show up. In golf, you're an individual that doesn't have anybody to report to other than yourself. And therefore, it doesn't necessarily matter if you win or not or whatever, especially if your money's guaranteed, because I'm already getting paid. Yeah. People are just showing up to the event. They're not here to, you know, they might be here to see a couple different people, but I'm not or like, uh, I don't have to report to anybody specifically about my job performance. I am literally just, I, I'm a private contractor. I contract myself. I'm like the fucking Uber driver. I work for Uber, but I work for myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I'll say, I'll say with the team sports though, it doesn't really matter what the fans care about. So like ask Baltimore how they feel about the Colts. The, there was probably a ton of Baltimore Colts fans that really enjoyed the Baltimore Colts, but uh, they just up and got sold overnight and moved to Indianapolis. And the Pacers almost got shipped out too by Mr. Simon himself. Like it doesn't matter what the fans think; it's what the owner thinks. And so if the owner's like, "Okay, yeah, I, I don't really care about this team anymore. I'm going to sell it." Like the the Lakers could get sold tomorrow. Will they? Absolutely not. That is that is a staple of L.A. and the people that own them understand that but it's still like it just takes one thing to just ruin all of it and well at the end of the day it is a business yes and team sports as a business is a better business model than golf as a business model if that if that makes any sense the fact that you only make money as an organization on tv deals and ticket sales like how many people you're getting to come to your games and the support the jersey sales whatever yeah like there are things outside of the actual performance on the court that make you money. And if your team is absolute dog shit and nobody wants to watch you anymore, nobody comes to your games, nobody does any of that, you're going to lose money and that's a bad business move. So, so why, like so why does the WNBA exist? The W Tell me tell me one franchise in the WA that like posts a profit. The WNBA exists because women's sports. I mean, it, I don't want I don't like basketball period so I'm not the best person to talk about like product on the floor like you, you know what I mean like if I'm watching a game I, I don't like basketball enough to be like oh this was a great game or this was a terrible game or whatever so I can't really speak to like the the product on the court for the WNBA versus the NBA but it's same thing like there is an actual women's MLS major league soccer yeah no they but, do, but they do very well no like not national team not the women's national team that represents the united states there is a major league women's soccer league that nobody actually watches did you know that there was a major league women's soccer league yeah i mean that's what like alex morgan and yeah but who does rose she, lavelle and but, all of them play in yeah who, in who, who do they play for uh the orlando pride that's a team yeah. <laughs> Both of them do? Uh, I don't know about Rose Lavelle, but I know Alex Morgan plays for See, Orlando I, Pride. But they don't market that way. So it, it's just, it. at the end of the day, it's a business. I I don't know. It, if, they're, if you're not making money, it's a bad business. That's all I'm saying. Correct. So it, it's, if you want to take a risk and go into a WNBA, you know, 
ownership, you got to figure out something. So have you guys um, heard of the Savannah Bananas? Yeah. Awesome. Great TikTok. Yeah. So they're a fantastic TikTok. So they're, I don't even know if they're an independent baseball team, but they're almost like the uh, Harlem Globetrotters of baseball. Yeah, I would agree. That's a, that's a great analogy. And they've had so many sold out games for baseball. Like they've sold out like a hundred consecutive games, something ridiculous, right? But everything that they do is just fun. They find different ways to engage the fans. They do stupid things on the field. Like they'll do TikTok dances. Like the pitcher's out there doing the fucking uh savage TikTok dance before he throws. They had a man in stilts pitching. <laughs> Can you imagine him? He's he's still got one foot on the rubber. And he's five feet in front of the home plate. <laughs> How do you bat against that? I mean, come on. It's almost like fucking Randy Johnson out there because yeah. he was six ten. His stride was at least seven feet, so he's throwing from forty feet. Yeah. But yeah, so like they're just fun, but they've found a way to market their product because who cares about like independent baseball leagues unless like that's the only thing to do in your town nobody cares about an independent league so they found a way to make it fun for the fans the wnba or you know the women's major league soccer i don't know that they found a way to captivate an audience because again when i see lebron james dunk over a seven foot dude and you know jump 15 feet in the air to do it it's exciting yeah. When I see, uh, you know, uh, Cindy <laughs> making a layup, I'm not really excited about that. <laughs> it's can you like, not name one WNBA player? I can name one that's it, oh, detained it, in Russia. Besides, besides <laughs> the one that's currently detained in Russia. Uh, Sue Bird. There you go. Is yeah. she still playing or is she retired? There was, oh, man. Who was, who was the one that uh, dunked the first? Like, uh, Lisa w- Leslie? No. Um, yes. She played at Tennessee. The one that dunked the first, the first one to dunk in the WNBA. Lisa Leslie was the first one to dunk. I think so. There was, there was another one. She had an ESPN commercial. Um, Diana Taurasi. How do you know so much about the WNBA? She, 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 Big fan here. He's, he's <laughs> buying season tickets. <laughs> doesn't it? Doesn't Indy have a WNBA yes, team? Yeah, we're the Fever, Indiana yeah. Fever. And I got the Fever, man. <laughs> <laughs> 101 degree, baby. Hey. Do they play at uh, we, had, uh, t- we had Tamika Catchings. Mm-hmm. Tamika. Yeah, dude, she was Ooh, super good. I've we won her. the championship in like, I don't know, 2018 or something like that. Or, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Uh, first WNBA player to, to dunk. Um, oh, I wanted to share this. So, Brittany Griner was the one that we were kind of alluding to. Yeah, who's detained in Russia for, for weed. For weed. Here, so okay, can I, can I give a quick take on that real quick? 2011. Okay, so, sorry, I, I have that tattooed on my leg. I, <laughs> I should have looked. Can I give a quick take on the Brittany Griner situation? Yeah, I'm, I'm a, give me your Do that take, while man. I'm looking this up, because I have to share this. This is funny. If you are dumb enough to not know the laws in the country you're going to, I don't always, I don't necessarily feel sorry for you. Like, I don't know what, I don't know the full story. But if she purposefully brought weed into Russia and didn't know that it's illegal in Russia and then got arrested with it, I don't know that I feel bad for you. Don't take weed to fucking a foreign country where you don't know that it's illegal. How hard is that? Am I wrong here? Or I mean, well, I mean, she's just lucky it wasn't um, 
Honestly, isn't it Saudi Arabia where they'll straight up murder you? Yeah, like Saudi mm-hmm. Arabians, they'll kill you for. I, I'm pretty sure they kill you for homosexuality. They kill you for stealing. I don't know. They Saudi Arabia is a fucked up place. But the point being is, if I'm going to a foreign country, like for example, we're allowed guns in America. If I'm going to Canada or Mexico, I'm not bringing my firearm with me to those foreign countries, knowing damn well that that's probably not the same laws that we have here in america well you can't even cross state lines with firearms yeah within america technically yeah you're not allowed to so i can't we can't travel over to illinois i believe with a firearm in the car like correct you will actually get in trouble for that so um yeah if you're driving through and get pulled over and then they find firearms in your car you're in trouble yeah because you were violate so uh, again again bad situation russia terrible doing stupid shit but i don't know that i feel sorry for you when you take weed that is illegal to another country and then get detained for it everybody here's like oh well it shouldn't be illegal it is in russia we have no control over that so yeah, don't do it it's not okay I had, I sorry a, that's my that's my rant this is kind of a sidebar but also it relates a little bit i had a, i had a scare with u.s customs a couple years back so for work i traveled to japan for a while and i came back and i didn't buy anything i didn't bring anything home um but when i was walking through the u.s customs to get back into the united states two drug dogs walked up to my bag and started smelling it so I had to go back into a room with U.S. <laughs> Customs while they completely just tore my bag apart, searching for the drugs the dogs thought they smelled. And they're like, what, what were you doing? I was like, I was in Japan for work. Who do you work for? Honda. <laughs> the, you know, the car manufacturer. Yeah. The Japanese car manufacturer. Like, what were you doing there? Working. Work, work stuff. <laughs> work stuff. Robotics. Like, what, what, what do you want me to tell you? They're like, did you transport drugs? I was like. No, I did not. Well, I, you had some ramen in your bag, and the dog no, was hungry. No, I didn't, I didn't, I, there was nothing but cl- dirty clothes in there. There was nothing in there besides. <laughs> he that. wanted those drawers, man. Yeah, I, fuck. I was like, Jesus Christ. I was so scared though, because like they were just like sitting there, like, well, why would they have come up to your bag? I was like, I don't know. Ask the dogs. Like, I have no idea. Don't you train the dogs? Yeah, was, don't you know what they look for? They, like, is, is this not a false positive? Like, well, they 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 they've had a good success record i'm like well then look in the bag all right yeah. there's nothing there besides my well drink. i think he's failing right now <laughs> yeah, so you might want to check his record <laughs> yeah you, you want to pull out the honda uniforms yeah. that are in there like they're, yeah. they're white but you know that's that's all i got for you was, i think those dogs were racist <laughs> I, they were they were on something because the one they were like oh yeah it was just one that's fine but um two they're like well we had two dogs come up to your bag i was like i don't know what you want me to tell you the man. one was following me because they're a bad influence i don't know so I, that was my, they that was, were in cahoots man come on <laughs> that was so, my so potential okay. brady griner scare you know as i was you know, drinking was she coming out of the, uh, when did she get caught was she trying to come back to the u.s and she was leaving russia i, th- I think she was playing in the off season for a team over there yeah. i think she was actually there to play basketball or something i don't know when she got caught. i don't know the full story again oh, okay. all i know is she got caught with weed so sports center shared this earlier and it's a picture of her behind bars right why would they share that? I, I well, it's her holding up like a picture of her with her like WNBA team and like basically saying, "Yeah, I miss being back at home." Whatever. I thought I was like, "Oh, this is not a good picture" because this reminded me of the Taylor Swift 
You Belong With Me music video <laughs> where she's holding up the sign saying, you okay? You good? And you it right? literally, I mean, it looks almost exactly the same like setup. That might have to be what we post on Instagram. <laughs> it's literally behind the bar. I saw that today and I was like, oh, this is a meme. Like somebody made this. And I was like, no, this is an actual picture of her behind Mars. So Dude, yeah, I mean, I obviously I feel for her because she can get like ten years in prison for it, and it, obviously that's not the way things operate in America. Yeah, I don't think you want to be on a gulag in Russia. No, the true gulag. The true but gulag. I, I, and again, no, thank you. It, I, if if it isn't against the law and they're doing this just because she's an American, absolute atrocity, right? That's absolutely ridiculous. But if it is against the law and it is clearly stated that you can't have weed in Russia. I don't know how bad I feel. Like, I'm, and I'm, I'm gonna, assuming if you're, uh, I can't say this right, but I I can't um, assume this. But my assumption is, if you're caught with weed in Russia, you're probably treated like you are a Russian, an American. Citizen. Oh no, like an American with okay. weed in America. It's like I ah, you get a fucking slap on. Slap so if on you're the wrist a Russian, and, but I feel like it's and especially with the timing and everything, I feel like they're trying to make a statement. And, and it could absolutely be that case and and I don't know. I don't know what the laws are in Russia, but I would be smart enough not to do anything that I thought might be illegal no, in yeah. Russia. I I think it's an unfortunate place for her to be in. I mean, it, it, yeah. it definitely stinks. It so, does suck for her, but it also probably sucks way worse for the probably, you know, unnumbered individuals that may have done the same thing, but they're not a WNBA star and they yeah. literally get no due process. So they're just they're You probably have dudes sitting there in a gulag for 20 plus years because we don't know who they are. We have yeah. no idea who they are. Who, I, care? who cares? They're I, not important. I forget the dude's name, but there is some an American in Russia right now imprisoned because they thought he was up to espionage like he was spying on the russians and it's 1950 yep I, cold war baby i forget but That's it's the 80s but you know but yeah. and, and then even what? so the cold war i mean it started in the 50s wasn't that was the 50s the cuban missile crisis yeah Six, well, 60s 60s, 60s. So what was the fifties? The Korean War. Fifties is when everything like really started taking off after World War Two because it was pretty much the two superpowers were at that time the uh, US USSR, USSR, and uh, the U.S. I feel like the Cold War was the eighties, though. I mean, like it ended in eighty nine, or no, sorry, ninety one. Ninety one is when the Cold War ended because the USSR collapsed. Mm. <clears throat> Who knew we would be getting but, a history uh, I, I want to bring this up. Lisa Leslie was in this article says Lisa Leslie's first WNBA dunk changed women's basketball. <laughs> gotcha. Was it okay? So then was it the first college woman to dunk? There was it, she was a Tennessee player. See? See? 47. Yeah, but even also, further than that. You know, but to 91. So, you know, 44 years of See, a war. I, I was right on I was good on my years. We're both right. I was good on my years. Yeah. It, you could. We got. A lot of years of well, it doesn't matter. It was it still in the eighties. Absolutely, you could, you could throw a dart at the the, yeah. the, the fucking come dartboard the, blind and still hit it. Come to the last call, folks, where you'll get history lessons and WNBA uh, facts and WNBA. Yeah, facts we can't win trivia on Thursdays. That's <laughs> so weird. It's weird. Hey, uh, while while I'm thinking about this, I want to bring this up. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Logan Frederick. Oh, Do you know who yes. Logan Frederick is? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Logan, we got an email from you. 
thank you very much. Uh, you are legitimately, uh, other than our friends, I think, other than our friends, legitimately the first person to email us and like comment on our uh, stuff or our content and give us some advice or something that you want to talk about. Um, so thank you for listening. We appreciate you. What did, um, didn't Logan want to talk about something? Uh, Pete Davidson and Kanye. Pete Davidson and Kanye. So is it like with their relationship with Kim Kardashian? Well, you know what? How about we do this? Because it's season three, episode one, Logan reached out to us. We're at last call. How about we make that the last call topic? Why not? Why not? Perfect. Let's do it. All right, Warner. Thanks, Logan. What is it? It is the last call, season three, episode one. Last call! This is the last call for alcohol this evening. Drink up, drink up, drink up, and order again. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is the last call on the last call podcast where every week we do a little something different. This last call, as you just heard, comes to us courtesy of Logan. So, Logan, thank you for reaching out to us. And uh, we'll discuss this Pete Davidson, Kanye, Kim Kardashian stuff. Um, actually, there, there's more to this that I want to bring up. Um, and there was a, a theory behind some of the the love triangle that was going on between the kardashians drake travis scott was involved um so in in travis scott i heard elon musk was even involved elon musk might have been involved too (laughs) an (laughs) xae (laughs) 12 so in the song uh what's the song that drake and travis scott have together sicko mode sicko mode that's right so there is a part of that song and i'm relaying this from a video i saw um it is where he goes um cut the light took her right like he's almost giving directions and then somebody actually pulled up like where drake has a house or travis scott or something like that and where the kardashians house is and they're like it's this house it's this house it's this house oh if the kardashians (laughs) lived here i think we would know about it but essentially somebody pointed out like he goes left the house took a right you know whatever and like wherever that location was was like oh shit he might have been talking about going to the kardashians house when like one of their boyfriends or whatever was out and so i just thought that was very interesting like some of the cryptic messaging that you might hear in songs so i think drake and travis because travis scott dated what kylie yeah kendall kylie Kylie. I think it was Kylie. Kylie. Doesn't it he was, doesn't he was, have yeah. a kid with Kylie? Yeah, because yeah. he said I think in one of his songs he mentions, I think on that same Astro World album that she that you know, made a billion dollars or something like that. Cause yeah, mom, she, uh, mom is youngest kinda, billionaire or whatever. Yeah. Um yeah. Great album, by the way. Love that album. So I just thought that was an interesting twist because that family is built on drama. Like they make all of their money on drama. I the Pete Davidson and Kanye thing. I don't know what's going on with Kanye. I mean, Kanye, I think, is getting to the point where he's an eccentric artist and he's just like so, you know, you could consider him so beyond everybody else's state of thinking that, you know, whatever. Or he could just be absolutely, I think he's you know, just crazy. Trying to, trying to be I, I, more. I think people get to the point when they've had too much time in the limelight to where they cannot let it go. And so all of these poor individuals and i'm going to call them poor individuals because it kind of sucks um that like they they're constantly just talked about slash people expect things out of them 
and they have to keep trying to meet those weird expectations. Like, you know, imagine having millions of people loving you. You don't know any of them, but like now everything you do is scrutinized by all of those people. And so you're trying to like always keep going with that. And like, I'm, I was always a big fan of Kanye when he was first started, like, you know, post graduation, like all that. Like his early album's great. And then he got a little weird for me. It was a little abstract. I was like, I don't really like this. Even with Life of Pablo, I was like, ah. You know, there's like two or three songs on it that I like, but honestly, he kind of seems to be going off the wagon. Don't really like him anymore. Um, but they're just like trying to like grasp and hold on to like that whole thing. So now he's like building a, basically building a fucking compound on his property where they're having the Kanye church and all this shit. It's like, it's really weird. It's like, it's almost cult following type stuff where it's like, what are you doing, man? Like, it's a little, what, why are you getting so off base with everything? Which you would think that the Kardashians, and again, obviously I don't know them personally, but they would tap into that oh, and just, don't. it just, I don't, surprisingly. Oh, I, I, I'll like, <laughs> <you>. <laughs> well, they live here, don't they? Yeah. So I, you'd think that they would tap into that, but obviously the Kim and Kanye thing, divorce, whatever, bringing Pete Davidson in, if you're Kanye West, that might have been the worst person that she could have started dating for you to go at because a comedian, a comedian because yeah. because i mean you might love or hate pete davidson but regardless he is going to make this a satirical joke like the whole thing is going to be an absolute like a joke and there is nothing that you can say no matter how true it is that he will not turn into something that will benefit him as yep. as a joke yeah, when you're a comedian, you can literally spin it the way you want to. I mean, even Pete's pretty good at self-deprecation, which is like the easiest way to just spin everything to as deflect. A, as yeah, you're yeah. like it doesn't matter what the fuck you say about the guy; he's just gonna oh yep, here's a funny joke about myself that makes this seem funny, and then boom, done. Like like nothing like you can't insult somebody who is self-deprecating because they will always grab it and be like, yeah, you're right. And but everyone's like, oh shit! I thought this was gonna go a lot differently. Oh, no, no, and he just and he just ends it. Yeah. So I think for Kanye, in whatever mental state he's in, going after Pete Davidson for the whole Kim thing, and did they ever officially like date? Because like there were rumors that they were dating. There were other rumors Who? that Pete Davidson and Kim. Oh, I thought they were still dating. Are they still dating? Oh, I don't know. I just assumed they were. I saw one rumor and I was like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> I was like. That's a weird I, couple, I, but uh, good okay. for that, man. I'm going to throw this out there. This is something that I brought up to you, Warner, about a potential topic, and we, we don't have to do it tonight, but what celebrities have the best dating roster? Like, Ooh. what celebrities have dated? I wanna, like, I if, wanna, you had to, if you had to create a starting five of a celebrity's Dude. dating life, yeah. who has the best roster? Because Pete Davidson might be up there. I want. I want to hold this one, man. I, I do let's, too. Let's, but let's do some research here because I'm really. I, I know. I, I threw I that one. I threw that one out on the spot. But just from this conversation and Pete Davidson, Pete Davidson, I think has to be up there as one of them. Because what a strange guy. I, I, I I'm, I'm throwing that out. So I love his guy. personality. Hey, he's really funny, dude. So I do like him. I I didn't like him. I never thought he was like that great, but he was one of the commentators on the Jake Paul fight, one of the Jake Paul boxing matches. He goes, this is a very serious sport, 
That's why I'm here. That's why I'm here. But for for Kanye, it's like it's like the guy in high school that you saw. Self-deprecation like, rules everything. It's like the the guy that you saw in high school, and he's dating the like the hottest girl in high school, and it's just like how. Yeah. What? what? But then you you're mad he's at funny. him. You're mad at him because he pulled it off. But then you're like, good for him. Good for I, him. I just I don't think that Kanye had a chance in this beef. I just Pete Davidson with his record with he's like you said he's so self-deprecating that people it's hard to get mad at him like I I don't love him but I don't hate him he's just I think he's can be funny and like he's very witty just like on the spot so for Kanye that's not like it's almost like um you seen the South Park episode yes oh with fish fish dicks yes, yeah, nope I've, I've quoted all the time yeah you're gay fish yeah so you're gay fish. And kanye doesn't get it i feel like that is the epitome of what this is kanye not understanding why kim and pete are together and then pete is just constantly making the fish dick joke and kanye just doesn't get it and he just gets more and more upset that's how i feel like this whole scenario is panning out but then he just goes with it at the end, you know, and becomes a gay fish. <laughs> Probably. He's starting his own cult in the church and everything. That's why. So, anyways, I, I do I do want to talk about this, uh, these rosters, because I, I have a couple in the in the tank that I think could could make that list, but we'll save that for next episode. So, Logan, really appreciate you, uh, you reaching out to us, and uh, hopefully we satisfied the conversation you wanted to have. Maybe not. I don't <laughs> know, but I'm surprised we did it. It was like a little bit. I mean, we're we're definitely like late on it. Oh, we're it, late. It, it fell in our gap. Like it fell in the gap of of our season. But whatever. That was very loud. <laughs> I apologize. I guess was- I'm done talking. <laughs> <laughs> it's wrap it up time. All right, boys. So, that's it. Nick, Fuck. shut up. Get off camera. <laughs> <And> we're done. <laughs> no, I was. Uh, I'm sorry. I uh, I didn't fine. realize you're where fine. the slider was on the board. And that's the, all right. Hey, hey we're getting we're getting back. We're, we're like we need to, off, we, we got to we got to stretch a little bit. We're getting you know, yeah. We're right. getting back into the swing of things. It's fine. It's fine. I'm fine. My feelings aren't hurt. Okay, all right. It's okay. All right, let's wrap it up. Let's re- yeah. I got a guy. I, I guess. Go cry. Well, that's an awkward moment. Now. <laughs> we'll go ahead and wrap it up. You guys have anything? Uh, anything else? Okay, so there is a couple things. Nick mentioned that. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> Do you so, guys have anything? Oh, well, I have something. <laughs> Do you guys have anything? No, I'm no, good. no, no. Now we're good. Okay, so uh, we obviously know we didn't meet the four week mark. We we were working on some stuff. Nick mentioned. Uh, having us be able to stream videos that we're talking Whoa. about live. Oh god. Whoa. What? So, cool. We I'm did th- that. I'm going to show you off our, our little tools and tricks that we have. So, we have some stuff coming up and we'll get that figured out. Uh we want to be able to whenever we reference something, be able to pull it up on screen. So, end of the season we'll be working with that stuff. Um but no, we're just glad to be back. I'm glad to be back. Yeah, it's fun. I like doing it. It's enjoyable. And we hope you like doing it like watching us. And we've added a third voice to the conversation as well. I'm just here so I don't get fined. <laughs> Fourth voice. I got one up here. What's his name? Her Jeffrey. name. Jeffrey. It's XAE12. <laughs> Elon's tapped into that brain. Yes. Well, thank you all for joining us for season one, season one, episode one, season three, episode one. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we'll be back next week. 
for the last call podcast i'm aaron thompson that's nick warner we're just gonna call you sean that's fine that's okay <laughs> and we hope you have a great fucking friday Some other